From Fat for Weight Loss, I'm Aaron Day, and this is the daily December segment of the Fat for Weight Loss show. So let's get right to it. Every day in December, we'll be covering a new topic, from events to travel to nutrition and physical performance. So let me know what you want to cover, and we'll dig into it for six minutes every day in December. Hello everyone, welcome to another daily dose of the Fat Weight Loss Show. This is day three in uh, December, so I'm really excited to be talking about the dangers of excess body fat. Now I know it's it's a really exciting, th- <laughs> riveting topic, but I think it is really important to understand um, you know, some of the dangers behind ex- having excess body fat and, and having a good reason why we want to be able to lose this excess body fat. Um, uh, you know, So I hope you enjoyed the podcast yesterday uh, where I talked about just eating Real Food with Steph Lowe and Luke Hines and Dr. Peter Bruckner. Uh, that was a fantastic conference. Um, but, you know, today we're talking about the dangers of excess body fat. So uh, the World Health Organization uh, to, it estimates that 2.3 billion adults are overweight and 700 million are obese. Um, to, and, and being overweight defines you as having a BMI of 25 plus and obese is uh, 30 plus. Now, um, BMIs are not always a fantastic uh, way to measure being overweight or obese because um, most body weight, uh, sorry, bodybuilders would probably be in one of those categories. Uh, so it's better to measure your hip to weight, uh, waist ratio. Um, but three people, three million people die each year due to the associated risks with this so it's it's something that's really really important you know it's it's become a weight loss uh, sorry uh, a, a, an obesity epidemic and so um, I believe it's a little bit of a lag time from our survival instincts so uh, those who genetically st- store fat much easier would have had a survival advantage when food was scarce or we were in famine um, and then now in our modern environment that causes us a survival uh, disadvantage because those people who now can uh, carry extra weight very easily uh, in our modern environment uh, it, it's proving to be you know a bit of a disadvantage so um, if you look at your parents if your parents were overweight you have a 10 times increase risk of being obese um, but the you know the the other question is most uh, overweight families also have overweight pets so it's not 100 percent genetic it's in the way that we are either eating food or it's in the types of food that we're eating so it's a bit of a battle um, we've, uh, in developed and developing countries. Uh, we have the luxury to bombard ourselves with empty calories. So nutrient deficient, high caloric foods. So things like refined sugars, refined carbohydrates and trans fats. Those three things are making us very overweight. Uh, and they are deficient in vital nutrients. So everyone's so focused on macronutrients. But what about the micronutrients and the these vital nutrients that you can't um, break down muscle tissue to, to, to use? You have to get them from food. So, and, and so when you eat food that is low in those vital nutrients, your body screams out for more. So the high caloric foods plus increase, uh, sorry, decrease activity equals a pretty dangerous combination. So some of the risks involved type 2 diabetes. Keto is one of the best diets you can be using if you have type 2 diabetes, uh, heart disease, certain types of cancer, so breast and colon cancer, um, uh, brain strokes, complications in pregnancy, gestational diabetes, mental health issues. So we know that there is a big link between the gut and the brain. So all of those risks are something you need to really uh, take into consideration when when uh, looking at the dangers of, of excess body fat. So uh, I believe that portion control is not the answer. Calories in and calories out 
is just uh, one part of the picture, but it is not everything. You can't sit there and count calories every single day and expect to be losing weight um, because we've we've seen it time in and time again, like Weight Watchers, all of those um, companies who are putting people on really high-carb diets and getting them to reduce their calories, they feel pretty terrible. Um, and being overweight isn't caused by how much food you eat. It's mainly caused by what you eat. Uh, and it's a, it's a very inc- incomplete theory that weight gain is caused simply by um, eating excess calories uh, and not burning enough calories. It's it's a it's a very incomplete theory. So eating the right types of food has been shown to be the key to uh, you know sustainable weight loss success and creating these healthy eating habits uh, into uh, into your lifestyle and creating you know when when people talk about keto uh, not just as a diet but as a lifestyle that's when you find the ways that keto work for you. Um, so how do we become overweight? Well, hyper percentage of calories come from low nutrient foods such as sugar and refined carbohydrates and non-essential fatty acids like trans fats high calorie low nutrient dense foods that is low in fiber and establish a really favorable cellular environment for weight gain and disease to flourish Um, but i think it's time to start looking at high nutrient um, foods and stop tirelessly counting calories so Uh, Even those with a strong family history of weight gain will still lose weight with the appropriate dietary modifications. It's really important to be able to know what those dietary modifications need to be uh, in order to, you know, start looking at the the ways that you can reduce your body fat. And it's not the same for everyone. Um, You know, people who do the nutritional therapy or part of the Nutritional Therapy Association, uh, they focus a lot on bioindividuality, I think, which is really important, but you need to get the building blocks down first. Uh, And so... Um, you know, it, it's been it's been shown time and time again that people with a higher BMI have increased mortality risk. Um, there was a study done by the health uh, the Nurses Health Study, uh, and they did a, a study on women, 115,000 women over the course of 16 years, uh, and after smoking was accounted for, the less. The, the, the people with the smaller BMI uh, live the longest. And same with the men's, a 27-year study with Dr. E. Min Lee, the Harvard School of Public Health. The bottom 25% of BMI range in men lived the longest and progressed up from there. So every 25% uh, increase in BMI um, had a reduced health uh, longevity. So there's a big correlation in those. Um, and, you know, this was a little talk that I did on the Complete Keto Diet. I do the coaching sessions like this every single week. Obviously, I went into a lot more depth in it with the Complete Keto Diet. But I hope that this has, you know, uncovered some of the ways that, um, you know, body fat has has sort of crept up on us a little bit uh you know talking about the survival instincts and uh how that lag on effect is now causing us in a modern society to have uh, excess body fat and with reduced uh, exercise it can be a pretty uh toxic um you know combination uh so again i I thank you so much for listening today uh it's it's been a little compact little uh little episode um jump on over on instagram if you have a topic that is burning a hole in your pocket and you want me to answer it uh definitely go over and do that as well um i'm researching into type 1 diabetes and and keto and we also have why um uh, should you be eating uh, fats if you're trying to lose weight uh, we'll get some really good answers on those uh, in the next few days so again thank you so much for listening my name is aaron and i will be talking to you tomorrow 
Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe for more episodes like this or get in contact with me over on Instagram to suggest a topic that we could cover for tomorrow's episode. So until then, have a fantastic day and I will be talking to you tomorrow. Thank you.